the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So we're invited to a wedding feast. Wonderful. Do we have the garment that lets us in? This is kind of an interesting gospel text. You know, so we come clothed, but is it the right garment? Do we come clothed with the right garment? We're all invited to the feast, but we, do we come with the right garment? You know, that garment, you know, we can, we can stack it up to many things, I think, um, but it sits in two places for me. One, it sits in the grace of God. The only garment we're going to have is the mercy of God, the grace of God. So when we come to the judgment seat, you need, to practice, you need to be practicing this all the time. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's my entrance. That's the garment. The mercy of God. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. And that grace of God flows in and we're brought in. Well, because our garment is really very, is, is not sufficient. We're going to talk about today the things we can do. But in a sense, we can never really do enough to have that perfect garment. What makes it perfect is the love of God, that, that mercy of God that is given to us. So we need to continually beg God for that mercy because that's our prayer at the judgment seat. Lord, have mercy. We don't walk in with a list of accomplishments. Okay, Lord, here, I'll show you. I got my book, All the Things I Did. So, very careful. Lord, have mercy. But, there is an encouragement in the gospel that's very clear that we need to make an effort. With the grace in God, the grace that God gives to us, we need to make an effort. It, it won't be perfect. It may not be sufficient, but it needs to be an effort. To make no effort, and we learn this in the, in the, the, uh, in the, in the uh, parable of the talents. If no effort is made, the talent is taken away. A little effort is made, there's a blessing. So the grace of God, but also most important too, that we make an effort, some effort toward God. Why do we make the effort? Because God loves us. We respond to our lover. He loves, so we love back. He says, love God and love neighbor. Two very simple commandments. So love God and love neighbor. That's our work. That's our effort. That's the kind of foundation of what, how we step into our service. How we step into our giving. It's out of the love of God. Out of the love of God. So these are foundations to us. And that love kind of encompasses our work with our family, our friends, our church. But it also, again, allows us to step into that grace of God and put forth an effort. So, the effort is to give and to serve. To give and to serve. Life in the kingdom. Giving, serving. Out of our love for God and the love for neighbor. We do.
That's who we are as Christian people. Givers and servants. Right? That's what we do. Even the Lord called himself a servant. I did not come to be served, but to serve. So how does this fit into our our life? So I'm going to talk about two things today. One, giving, tithing and offerings, and serving. And I want to start with one of my favorite uh, texts in the Old Testament by the prophet Malachi about our tithes and offerings. The great uh, prophet who uh, prophesied the coming of John the Baptist. He says this to the Israelites 400 years before Christ. Will man rob God, yet you have robbed me? But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with a curse. You haven't, I've given you all the stuff, all this I have given you. I've given you 100%. The reason you have what you have is because I've given it all to you. What have you given me back? You know, we, we tend to want to hoard it, kind of keep it in a pocket, not give it away. Oh, I can't give that away. I can't stretch out and give this. But he goes on to say this, very important. Bring all the tithes and offerings to the storehouse, and there will be made food in my house, and prove me in this. Prove me. Test me. We're to test God says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out you for such a blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. I will pour out a blessing if you just give, just a bit. So let me tell you two stories. Our history, way back in the 70s, Long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and it was a long, long ago. We gathered as a community of people, and we struggled. We, we had come out of a, a, a difficult situation, and we're trying to find our bearings. We're trying to find uh, kind of how we were to come together in, 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 uh, as a community. How to worship God? How do we worship you, Lord? It's like, what do we do? Because, you know, in those days, you had a, a, a variety of choices. You know, so we said, how, how do we approach you? So we prayed for, I think, weeks. And you know what the Lord said? Celebrate the liturgy of St. John Chrysostom. No. He said, tithe. He said, and I will open to you the doors of heaven. Lord, how do we worship? Tithe? What, what is this? I thought you know, were supposed to give us a text. Kind of show us. No, you have to give. You have to learn this. I will open the doors of heaven to you. What is this? The doors of heaven. Look at where it led us. Look at, look at this. Tithing. 
tithing led us to worship God, to give, to give offerings. You know, Father Richard asked me one day, because people said um, the concern was when we became the Archdiocese that we were a tithing community, and they said, oh, you can't ask them to tithe, Father, because they won't give to anything else. What about all our special funds, you know? So he said, I want you to just go through the budget, not to look at names, but just look at the amounts. So we had many, and we had most of our people tithing, 10% of their income right off the top. Okay? That's the first check you write, right? First check you write. And you write it with love and joy. And if you can't write the 10%, you wrote a little bit less, but you ask God to help you have more. Lord, next check, please. Help me give 10%. I beg you. Help me. I can't do it now, but help me in the future. Write that check. 10%. I said, well, if that 10% goes, nothing else will come. There was uh, 60% of our people gave beyond that. And anytime we asked for something, it came. So not only we give 10%, we gave another 60%. We gave about 16% of our church's income came to tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. Why? Because God said to do it. No, God said, prove me in this. I will open the doors of heaven. What doors of heaven? Doors of heaven? You can see heaven? If this is where we begin, so I'd encourage you to do this. The other story is, it's, it's my story, but it's also many other stories. Because the hard thing to do is to write the check. First check comes. Lord, but, but what happens when I get down to the end and there's no more money? You know what happened? Wrote the check, and there was always money at the end to do this. Always. We have so, thanks be to God, been able to tithe for our, our married life, most of it. The best part of a married life, <laughs> which is most of it. <laughs> Never wanted for anything. Paid bills. Maybe once in a while we had to adjust. But it, I just want to say God will bless you. God will bless you. And I talked to a, a family the other day, and, and they were kind of a, uh, just, oh, I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can. Well, I said, just go, just do it. And they were struggling with financially and uh, trying to find work and everything, and all of a sudden, they write a tithe check, and the work comes flowing in. And they have not wanted since. And if you ask people that, that do this, tithe and offerings, tithe and offerings. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. So I'm encouraging you. We're going to, at the end of the month, kind of ask for this from you. But, but think about this. What a joy it is to give back to God what he has given to you. It's really simple. He's blessed you 100%. He's saying, just give me this, just this back. And not only will I give you more back, but I will open the gates of heaven, the doors of heaven. So, thanks be to God. So, let's move over to uh, Ephesians and talk about service a little bit here. Um, 
Another one of my favorite verses, St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. And he talks about this about the body of Christ. For whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint, every joint, by what some joints, no, what every joint supplies according to effective working by which every part does its share, which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So when we all work together, we grow as the body of Christ and we're edified in the love of God. Sound like a good deal? When we all serve, when we all find our place, we find that place that God has given to us and we begin to serve in that place, we begin to get knit together in this beautiful harmony of love in the body of Christ. So, uh, one story about this. I've told this story before, but it uh, begs repeating. Um, years ago, years, years ago, about the same time the tithe thing was happening, I came to Father John Braun and said, uh, I'm struggling, struggling. I, I just, I, I'm, I don't kind of know where things are, where I fit, what, what's, what, what's going on in my life. I just, I don't feel direction. And you know when you go to somebody for counsel, you expect that kind of magic word, right? They say that magic word, and it's all fixed. Well, he said the magic word, but it didn't fix it. <laughs> he said this to me. He said, kind of, where are you mentally? I said, well, I kind of, I've got my thoughts over here, and I've got my activities over here, I've got my activities here, and you know what I'm going to say. He said, you know what you need to do, Father Nicholas? Well, then, you know what you need to do, Kurt? You need to jump in with both feet. I mean, I'm going to do it, too. Both feet in the middle. You can't walk over here, one in the church, one in the world. One chasing this dream, one chasing that dream. They both have got to be in the middle to serve God, to be in that working together, every joint supplying. We have obligations and responsibilities in the world, absolutely. But our heart and mind center must be the kingdom of God must be the kingdom of God. Then we find our place. Where are my gifts and talents needed? In the kingdom. Where do I fit in the kingdom? And this is an important thing. You, our gifts need to be spread around, yes. But there is a place in the church, in the kingdom of God, for your gift to be fulfilled and to be worked out. It's an important thing to be pursuing that. Both feet in the middle. Both feet. God will show you. God will give it to you. And I will say this. From that day, I have felt fulfilled and complete. I have felt God fulfilled me. Fulfilled me. You know, I started working with the youth. Then I became a deacon. Then I became an elder. And became a priest. 
and I became an Orthodox. Ooh, you know, there's something else in here. You might want to know this. I became an auxiliary bishop. I was Bishop Kurt for a while. <laughs> so, you can call me master if you'd like. <laughs> Just kidding, don't ever do that, please. In fact, I remember when on our bishops became priests, they went, thanks be to God, we're no longer bishops. He's like, that was a heavy title. You don't want to be walking around with that one. You don't want to go to the judgment seat as a bishop. So God be merciful. And then an Orthodox priest, and then an archpriest, and then here I am. What a beautiful thing, fulfilled. Why? Because jumped in with both feet. I saw that this, I saw the scripture in reality. We need to serve in the church. So these things, beloved, consider them. These are things God gives to us that our life is rich and full. Blessed because we give back what we get from him. Blessed because we serve with the talents God gives to us. May we consider this as we kind of journey through this month. God be with us all. Because we really become the church when we're all giving as we should and when we're serving one another as we should. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.